Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast where we discuss topics of life, faith, and whatever else is needed. For the good of the body. It's for the good of the body. I'm Campbell. This is Cole, and that's Ben. Ask him who his left hand's gonna be. Who's your left hand gonna be? <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Got him! <laughs> what are you wiping the window? Do you open the windows? She. Welcome back to the good. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where we discuss topics of life, faith. And whatever else is for the good of the body. I'm Campbell. That's Ben. <laughs> and this is Cole. You can't see us. <laughs> but we can. Uh, we can't see them. We can see us. But we can All see right. us. We can see us. That's right. That's right. All uh, right. Here we go. Today, we've got is the day one topic. What? One topic. we got one topic. Some would call it a buzzword. Some would call it a way of life. Someone call it a command straight from the lips. Someone of call it the D word. Lord and Messiah. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> yes, that's right. We're talking about discipleship. discipleship. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about discipleship, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So let's just get into it. Let's get right into it. Cole Knight. What? Is, is up discipleship. <laughs> I was actually about to just look it up to see what Google is going to say. Okay, all right, let's go to Campbell first. Campbell, what is discipleship? The word I like that I've been really enjoying lately is apprentice. You know, we don't have very many apprentices. That nowadays. is not the word discipleship. No, I'm, just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Try just, again. <laughs> the word that I like. I love I was talking about chicken. I like pillows. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I'm just messing. So we're talking I'd... about chicken. Hey, we're talking about beef today. <laughs> we're talking about beef. No, uh, I'm just kidding. I know. Do your thing because I, I like where you're going. I think being an apprentice is what discipleship gets after. Um, discipleship is literally just walking along somebody, alongside somebody, and doing as they do, following as they do. You could be a disciple of a lot of different things. That's like, right. Last year in the playoffs, they're calling Jordan Poole a Steph disciple. Right, Ooh. that's the that's the phrase. Is, okay. okay, he's gonna run off screens. He's gonna dribble. He's gonna shoot deep threes because that's what Steph does. And in the same way, we are dis- this word discipleship um, in our context is talking about following Jesus. And so I like apprentice because it's learning as you get to work with somebody. Like think of uh, learning a trade. You're doing that's as right. your master is that's doing. Right. You're following them. You're walking. You're doing life with them. And so um, to apprentice with Jesus is to get to know the person of Jesus and do as he would do if he was you. Like you're just, you're basically just copying him. And so to, to define the word discipleship, I'd use a different word to apprentice. <laughs> apprentice. So I did a real deep Google search yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's and, Oxford uh, tell us? Okay. Discipleship definition. The condition or situation of being a disciple. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your insight. Yeah. Now back to Campbell. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but actually, I really like that apprentice word too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Whenever I was younger, I read a book. Um, shout out to you if you know it. It's called The Ranger's Apprentice. You guys heard of that? I don't know about The Ranger's nope. Apprentice. Okay, so it's it's. I've fictional. seen The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, it's different. Soundtrack. <laughs> Nick Cage. Come on. It's a fictional book. One Republic. Where um, there's these men who are called Rangers. Okay. Right? Where this is me- medieval period. Okay. And there's this man. He's the main character of the story. Where he becomes an apprentice of this famous, almost like. He's like a myth, not in the sense that he's not real, but that he's like almost like famous, you know, mm-hmm. um, of this ranger. And he does exactly a lot of what, what Campbell was talking about. He, he follows him, right? He does the same things he does, right? There's some things that he tells him he should, shouldn't do, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's only him that can do it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some things that he challenges him to go out and do on his own, Oh, you know? Dang. And I think that, that you see a little bit of a mix there, which I think is... Um, I think it's kind of special that it, it involves challenge, but it also involves um, sometimes just watching or listening, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I think we can we can dive into more. But I thought I'd just jump that in. I did a little bit deeper of a search on Blue Letter Bible. I went really a, deep. It was oh, a great, Christian Google. great study kidding, tool for uh, learning Hebrew and Greek words and what, what the scripture is, because translations are not perfect. Um but the, the Greek word here, um, this is, I just pulled the word disciple from Mark 10, where it says mm. uh, a disciple is not above the master, or a student is not above the master. But the word um, is defined here as a learner or a pupil or a disciple, Ooh. someone who's learning. I like A it. pupil, you think, <clears throat> in a school setting, a disciple. So I think what we're getting after here is is a little bit of, well, I guess I mean, we're just skipping ahead, but... I think the main way that followers of Jesus are described in the in the in the New Testament are disciples. Whoa. And what the main way I think Americans are described is like Christian. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I think part of our what we're trying to recapture is what is following Jesus really about, right? Is it just a tag? Is it something mm-hmm. is it a club? Yeah. Is it something you're born into? Uh, what are we actually getting after when we talk about this faith stuff, right? This Christianity stuff. What are we actually saying? And I think part of what we're doing here is looking at um, what the Bible, how the Bible would define people that follow Jesus, and even that word "follow" right. has like some action attached to it, and, and, right. and that's yeah. certainly something that I I didn't get a lot growing up. Like I got the obedience thing, like you need to obey. Uh, but I didn't get the follow thing. But in in the defense of people that I was learning from, like it's I mean, we're following Jesus, but he's not right in front of us, right? Mm. And so I think sometimes there's a disconnect because I'm not you know, I can I could follow Cole, you know, I can I can walk right behind him, you know, I can I can do that. Uh but when we use these words like walk and follow and apprentice under Jesus uh, they're they're they have to be like by spiritual terms that we're talking about, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe God set this whole thing up so that we get to walk alongside and follow fellow believers, fellow followers of Jesus, so that we can see what it means to follow Jesus in an embodied form. Because I'm looking at Cole Knight, who's a disciple of Jesus, and I want to be a disciple of Jesus, so I want to be like Cole Knight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Paul has this line. It says, "Follow me as I follow Christ." Right, and yeah. that's what I think is so cool. Is from the time of Jesus, there's been an 
unbroken chain of discipleship, right? There's yeah. only about 500 people that, well, there's more than that, but they were actually following Jesus at his time of ascension. And from there, you could really say 12, 11, if you don't count Judas. Right. They made disciples. They, they, they were following Jesus. Mm. Um, they made disciples. Those people made disciples. And we get to be another link in the chain. We get to learn from others how they have followed Jesus, but then we get to pass that along and teach others how to follow Jesus. And Ben, what you say about the, the word Christian is is funny. The That was a derogatory term. It just was like a little Christ. Like they were making fun right, of people because right. they were you little, little Christ. Christ. You're too small. <laughs> that's what they're saying. <laughs> but even that, it's like, I, that's what discipleship is, is being a little Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're yeah, being yeah. like Christ. And um, following Jesus is is an act of of going after him, not something you just have a title of. Yeah, we do got to put the Bible, always remember to read the Bible in context. And this was pointed out to us that every summer we go take students to volunteer at Kids Across America. Shout out KAA. You, you know. know. And Soup Campbell is really good about this. He says, how are you going to read the Gospels? You need to read it. You need to read it with rabbi eyes, rabbinical eyes, right? Because Jesus, in that, like, understanding what he, what Jesus was stepping into when he actually walked this earth as a human, right? He was he was a Jewish rabbi. And so the, the language that's used in our scriptures, a lot of times, people know what it means to be a rabbi. Like they knew what it, and the, the apprentice of the rabbi, they kind of knew that language. And so sometimes for us, we just got to do the work of remembering and understanding what is going on at the time when it was written so that we can actually understand what the words mean. And then it starts to come alive to us a little bit better as we read it now in, in, in 2023. And so just remembering that context of how this is written, um, how the New Testament was written, um, and having those lenses of like, when especially in the Gospels, right? When we're talking about Jesus and apprenticing under Jesus, um, that's because that that relationship of, of like master teacher was not like a new thing. Like it was been going on for a while mm-hmm. in the forms of the rabbi. And Jesus came and kind of just kind of, I don't want to say turned it upside down. He just kind of tweaked it to like refocus, right? Because clearly the, the, in the structure, the religious structure, it kind of gotten off base, kind of got in love with the rules, love with the power, all this sort of stuff. And Jesus is like, hey, the point of it is me. And so just helping to focus that attention. Uh, but the actual structure of discipleship, of what it means to be an apprentice of somebody who was already there in that mm-hmm. rabbi teacher student teacher relationship right yeah i think it's also important too to kind of understand that uh that structure that ben was talking about about like master and follower we don't really have that same structure anymore mm. you know what do you mean? like i feel like our culture is not built like that you guys might have a boss yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know but you only like your boss whenever he's nice to you you, oh, know, you feel okay. like he should okay. be nice to you right because you know no one wants a mean boss shout out you to know? your boss randy yeah shout out randy um but just this idea where we don't see life quite like a like a structure where you're always supposed to be following someone else right because um we love that individual it's like this that's an anti-authority you know so Mm -hmm. we know we have authority figures we know we have you know government people but it's this uh almost like stick it to authority kind of i can figure it out my own you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying don't need him and so i think there's this uh wisdom that you might even say that you could find from proverbs this idea of um you know the wise 
seek like godly counsel they seek mm-hmm. wise counsel mm-hmm. too and the fuel uh the fool hates like rebu- rebuke you know they, oh, they yeah. hate counsel right when the wise love rebuke which is a way it's a weird way to put it yeah. that they love rebuke but they love people being able to point out to them how they should adjust and how they should change their ways because you can't see everything on your own and I think that's also a like a really big part of what discipleship uh, discipleship is to the Lord, but also just to uh, fellow believers. If we're being discipled, or if we're discipling others, um, to seek to um, uh, challenge them and to seek to to look out for what's best for them, even yeah, whenever yeah. they're going the wrong way, you know. But I think just like Ben was saying, that we gotta, you know, we gotta keep in mind the context, and that you know we live in a lot different structure of culture. And uh, where we don't really see that same um, that same structure of, of seeing leaders and, and followers, and that they're gonna humble themselves and just follow these people. Like, um, well, we do have we do have this weird phenomenon where we have a lot of followers on Twitter and on Instagram yeah. and stuff. But like we're ta- like the the words we use as leader and follower and are very very different. Oh yeah, very very different yeah, that's definitions. A good point. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. I got I got a, I got another question for you. I got I got maybe two, but I got one first. Why don't we just what scripture comes to mind, right? If we're talking about discipleship in the context of Christian discipleship, following Jesus, for you guys, what what is the script? What's the scripture to that pops out as like the place you go to? I mean, I think the the command after Jesus raises from the dead is the first one that comes to my head. head. Mm-hmm. Commonly known as. The Great Commission? The Great Commission. That's the one you're talking about. The Ordinary okay. Commission. Mm-hmm. He says, all authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, because of all this authority, go and make disciples of all nations. Like, this is a call because Jesus has all authority. And the yeah. other mm-hmm. is from the beginning of his ministry when he goes and his simple call is just an invitation to come and follow him. Like, he, he asks yeah. each of the disciples. Oh, that yeah, they're not Mark. disciples yet. He's just, hey, yeah. hey, come and follow me. So we're like... You know, where are we going to sleep? Come find out. What are we going to eat? Come find out. You know, come mm-hmm. and follow me. And so it's just an invitation to do life with Jesus. So those are the two scriptures that kind of popped in my head. Yeah, you know, you, you kind of stole mine, but it's okay. Um, I was going to lean more towards uh, the beginning of his ministry where he's calling these people. Um, and I think there's, there's a lot to learn from it, I think, um, from the side of, of the disciples of you have to be willing and humble yourself enough to follow someone else, especially when you're being discipled by someone else, you know, who's not Jesus, like the actual person, you know, they were pretty lucky to be able to be called, you know, to be, um, disciples of Jesus. But when you're a disciple of someone else of being able to humble yourself to follow them, but also, um, being willing to, to call out and, and ask someone to follow you as well, I think is something you know, like follow me as I follow Christ, just like what Paul was saying that we mentioned earlier. You know, I think um, there's a lot there, and just that Jesus brought them with him everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere he mm-hmm. went. You know, mm-hmm. which also, I mean, was part of the you know the rabbi the rabbi culture, right? People who yeah. were followers of rabbis would follow them yeah. everywhere they went, and they would see how they did everything, and that was part of how it was done. But I think even just in that culture, there's a lot to learn from right. that. And we need to figure out how we can do that now because we don't live in that, that culture anymore where it's just, okay, I'm just going to follow you around and watch everything you do. Um, but 
as someone who, if you're being discipled, how do I, how do I get the most out of it? How do I see how he lives his life? How do I understand how he talks to God, how he prays, how he um, tries to be generous, this, that, the other? You know, you mm-hmm. have to be in a place where you can uh, receive that and you can see it, you know, because uh, it's just different now, you know? Yeah. What, uh, okay, so jump back to Campbell is quoting Matthew 28, verses 18, 19, 20, 20 right, where it says, all authority on heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Is there one more? One more. On the last part is, lo, I will be with you, or behold, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. You said something about ordinary commission. I know that we know what we're talking about, but Cole, why, why would you call it the ordinary commission? Well, it's because it's for everyone, right? It's not just for the it's for the for great. All, it's know? for all the followers of Jesus. For all right? the followers of Jesus. Yeah. yeah, especially when you go. Campbell pointed this out to me this year. Like this year, I've never seen it. You know, I've been talking about this verse for years. I've been teaching on it, but like a couple verses up, was it verse sixteen? Read the verse. Read it. Verse 16 says, And then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority on earth has been given to me. Dot dot dot. Why didn't anybody ever tell me that before? You know? Some (laughs) doubted. Of course it's ordinary. You don't gotta be special. Like I just I wrote that verse off. Um, until about halfway through college, um, that that verse was for the pastors or for the missionaries. I just Because that's the only time I heard it, honestly. It was like, all right, missionaries going on a mission trip. Let's bring out that verse. Yeah, um, but man, like all, I mean, Jesus resurrects, right? He's standing there in the flesh with them after he's already died, rose again, and people are still doubting. Mm-hmm. But he commissions those people. But that's still the command. That's still the call. The command. That's the, I mean, it's the... Man, that's a goosebumps worthy right there. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I was talking about missions, but I think the principle is the same for discipleship. He was getting fired up. He's getting me fired up. He's saying, okay. I, I don't understand when people say, I, I just don't feel called to missions. I, don't, I just don't feel, I don't feel a call to do discipleship. Mm. He's like, I don't care if you feel called. This is a command. Jesus says, "All like he just rose from the dead. All authority has been given to him. Therefore, go and make disciples. This isn't a if you feel called to like this is only for the pastors or the discipleship pastor or the Sunday school teacher. Mm. Now, this is this is a a way of following Jesus is being a disciple to him and teaching others mm-hmm. to follow him as well." And I think you know what he's getting at there too is not just to go and make disciples of yourself. Oh right? no. Let's go and make disciples of me, right? Multiply. I have you 12, and I've made you my disciples. Now go and, and multiply that number, X, like, you know, over and over and over again, right? So we're now we have, you know, millions of people who are the disciple of Jesus, right? We, we disciple each other, yes, but almost in a minor way, right? Almost in just if, if being a disciple of, of Jesus is the capital, it's like the, the lower case, right? Yes, I have some things I could teach you, right? And maybe there's some things you can learn, right, that God has taught me, right? But ultimately, you need to learn how to be a disciple of Jesus, not just a disciple of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's always something that, like, it's important to remember when we're talking about this, like, interpersonal discipleship between people or generational discipleship is something we talk about. 
But ultimately, it's it's so we almost disciple them on how to be a disciple of Jesus, right? right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, this is a this is a good this is a good topic, man. I feel like we're gonna talk about this for days. Uh, we can talk about this for days. Oh, easily. But I do want to go back to Campbell, what you just said about like, it's a command. You got to do it. Don't give me excuses, basically. You know, like, can, can we give, can we give some hope? Can we give some help, I guess, into the process of, I feel like I know a lot of well-meaning people that love God and they just feel so ill-equipped. They feel so much, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know, like, I'm not a preacher. It says to teach them all these things. Like, I don't know all the, I don't know all the laws. I don't know all the verses. How, how can help, help us out a little bit? Give us, if you can, uh, with what does it mean to actually make disciples? Is it just like what the pastors and the missionaries do? What is it? I mean, how can someone join in on this, on this journey if they're like, yeah, I'm in. I want to follow Jesus. I want to do what the Bible says, but I don't know practically what that means. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you're learning, like Cole was saying, you're learning as you go as well. Nobody is fully e- equipped, but at the same mm-hmm, time, yeah. everyone is fully equipped if you have the Holy Spirit inside come of you. Come on, come on. you got God himself in there, and so yeah. that's enough equipping for me. Um, <laughs> Straight up. I, you, you learn. You continue to grow. You continue to study God's Word. You continue to pray, hear from Him. You continue to get wisdom from other believers, and then you just turn around and you share what you're learning currently with someone else, right? Mm. It's not like you've got to, to figure out all the answers before you can share one of them. You can you could be learning how to read your Bible for the first time and go practice that with someone that it has just uh, maybe had a curiosity with Jesus. Or you could just, it's as simple as saying, hey, Cole, man, I was reading this this morning and I was shocked by the character of God. I want to share this with you and, and encourage you. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, it's we don't have to stack it up to be some super, super hard thing that only, like, the super well-trained people can do. Where you're at, you, you teach what you've got. And you are also a pupil. You're also a disciple of Jesus, so you're going to continue. You're on your own discipleship journey. You're not only the discipler. You're both. Mm, yeah, that's, yeah, that's so true. Dude, I got so many more questions on this. We don't have time for, but I was going to push back on, on Cole's last premise about making disciples of me and disciples of Jesus. I think there's a there's more crossover there than I think we give credit for sometimes. What do you mean? Well, just like when, so oftentimes I've heard people well-meaning, like, and I've said it probably, like, don't look at me, look at Jesus. Or like, follow Jesus, don't follow me. What we're saying in that moment, I think, is that I'm not following Jesus. Because, no, we're not perfect. A hot take. Right, but none of us are perfect, right? Like, none of us are, are like, living sinlessly right now um, completely on this side of heaven. And so, I don't have time to get into it. Do you want me to clarify my point here? Yeah, sure, go ahead. You can disciple someone. You can do it for years. You can pour into them, teach them everything you're learning. But at the end of the day... If they're not ultimately a disciple of Jesus, after that, you've completely failed. I'm saying they can be your disciple. You can be pouring in, you can be sharing your life with them. 
right? Okay. But if it's not ultimately helping them become uh, a more faithful dis- disciple to Jesus, then it was a complete failure. It was a complete waste of time. Mm. But can someone follow your life and not see Jesus? You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm, I'm saying it's not, I'm not the Holy Spirit inside of them. No, no doubt, no doubt. So it's not really a failure. It's not success and failure in that sense isn't really up to me or you, right? But if 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 Jesus is coming out of you like he is, people are going to see that. You don't lead a middle school boys small group just mm-hmm. because you want middle school boys to be like you. You want to point them to Jesus. You want to show them, like with skin and bones on, you in the right. flesh, what it means to follow Jesus. Yeah, and there's complexities and there's issues that there's there's things like you said the Holy Spirit does what he does and we are not him. Like mm-hmm. we can't bring someone to salvation or bring someone to a a deeper understanding like the Holy Spirit's got to enlighten enlighten the eyes if you will, right? Bring right. the illumination. Uh but man, he's called us to make disciples. Yeah, 100%. And so I think there's a, I just think there's more crossover in that conversation of like right. following me or following Jesus. Look, I think it's exactly just how Paul put it too. Follow me, follow Christ. Yeah. You know, because if it was just follow me, you'd be like, okay, you know, better watch yourself there, Paul. You know. Right. Yeah. And he but says, follow me as I follow Christ. As I follow Christ. So if I'm not following Christ, don't follow me. Don't follow me. Right. And, but also, like? it's just, you can go up to everyone and just be like, hey, you need to follow Christ. You know, you need to follow Christ. But if there won't be someone there, show them what that to looks show like. them what that looks like because i feel like so often we see how god just uses people you know he created mm-hmm. people right he wants to work through people mm-hmm. and he's such a relational god that he has given uh given the gift of people to each other right that he wants to work through people and that's why i think he's gifted us with the ability of discipleship that we can teach others about god through the way we live and through the things we say to him so i like it's not just one or the other right but it's both right like um, follow like follow me as I follow Christ, right? You follow me because now you can see what it looks like, right? The Lord can teach you through the actions that I'm that I'm doing, but ultimately, if I'm not following Christ, then God can't work through any of that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I just want to be I just want to be clear that like e- even even in your screw ups, I want your guys that are following you to see that so they they can see how you fix that. Mm-hmm. Right, they can see how yeah. you apologize and you ask forgiveness. That's one of the reasons why Stevie and I have people live with us, right? So they can see what it's like to try to follow Jesus and raise two little kids, right? They can see what it's like to be married and following Jesus. And you're gonna see a lot of stuff that's not like great. It's grimy, man. It's just like life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not awesome, but like you get to see what it's really like, and it's ex- it's a little bit vulnerable and exposing, right? Uh, that's a good word, though. Yeah. Uh, well, to yeah. be a good, I mean, I've heard to be a, a mature disciple is not to be without sin, but to be without secrets. And I think mm. you're kind of talking about Ooh. that idea of, like, okay, well, my the guys following me, it's not that, oh, I am leading them because I'm without sin or I'm without any negative thing. It's no, they, like you said, they see when me and my wife fight, they see when I apologize, they see when I'm humble enough to ask for forgiveness. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's that's a part of it. That's yeah, a part of absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's close with this this theme verse we 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 always look at in this ministry. We're all a part of K Life Ministries. First uh, Thessalonians two eight. I'm looking at it on the wall here. Mm, I am too, actually. You want to read it? I think you got a better reader voice. 
Because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become so very dear to us. 1 Thessalonians 2.8. It's two components that we talk about often, that we share the gospel and we share our life. This is kind of the verse that drives me and drives us, like in ministry and in life. It's kind of my family theme verse as well. We're, there's so many awesome parts of it, but basically because we're motivated by love for the people around us, we're going to share not only the gospel, we're not only going to bring the doctrine of God and salvation, although we will, we're going to keep bringing that, but we're also going to bring our very lives and share those with other people. Just like, Cole, you share your life with, with some seventh grade knuckleheads, right? And Campbell's got some junior high school um juniors in high school guys they're about to be seniors about to be seniors uh we want them to we want them to know jesus and know what it means to follow jesus what am i missing on that one camel that's spot on that's good first that's two eight thanks for tuning in guys we might see you next week we'll see you next probably won't see you you might hear us though you You might hear us 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 airwaves you never know stay on your toes toes We out.